welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Tis the season to get glammy! I'm nominated for two 2022 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. This year, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click on the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell the hottie you sat next to on the plane, the cutie waiter, and even your island wife. Vote now before the voting window closes. And I repeat, tell everyone. Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and click the link tree to find out how you can help fund our adventure to London to cover DragCon UK. Your donation might get you an exclusive Block Talk pin. How cool is that? And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. When you go so hard and end up hacking the challenge, well, Jeff has to change the rules in the spot, and that result may affect the entire outcome of the season. Is it fair? You're about to find out as we talk all things Survivor 43 Squid Games. And joining me is someone who would hold their breath underwater for two things and two things only, $1 million and free Lady Gaga tickets. It's Scouts <laughs> Honor. Hello. Um, you, would, you would be out there for two and a half hours if you were guaranteed Gaga tickets, right? Do I get to meet her? Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, welcome to the Survivor Podcast. You have not done one of these yet. I know, long time guest, but this Never is the first Survivor. Survivor. Um, well, this is a perfect way to segue in you into this world. What is your history with the show Survivor? I so I remember my parents watching like the first. Mm-hmm two three seasons like i remember like it being recorded on vhs tapes yeah um what season whatever season like the africa one is yes a friend three. of yeah okay so a friend of mine I, I a friend of mine like as close as you can be in what third grade um someone in my class's dad was on that season, Frank Garrison. Frank Garrison, yes, we talked about this. Um, um, you want to you want to hear a crazy story? Yeah. My brother is currently working with someone who knows Big Tom from season three of Survivor, and it might come on the podcast to do an interview. Love that. See, love that. Right. Um, as far as me watching Survivor, uh, I started. I guess I really started watching seasons in twenty twenty. During quarantine, like, yeah, and I asked you for, I asked you for mm-hmm. a few. Um, I think so. The first one that I watched all the way through was San Juan del Sur. Yeah, I want to say. Yep. With the twins, mm-hmm. um, love Natalie. Big fan of Natalie. Twinny. Um, I think the like I love that like I love that season's like storyline of like the twin going home first and then the twin winning. It's yep. very very good TV. Um, and then I can't remember what other seasons of it did you have me watch? 
Oh my god, I couldn't. That's two years ago. I can't remember that far back, but I had. I know. I, I can't think, remember. Yeah, there was. I think you watched. Were you one who started because of whatever was available on Netflix, or did you use Par- CBS All Access or Paramount Plus? Whatever. It was no, it was very much Paramount. It was like Paramount Plus. So it was like yeah. they were all there, and I was just like, "All right, Michael, which ones do I watch?" Yeah. I feel like I watched one a couple of seasons with Chris too. Mm. Um, but the San Juan del Cerro is the one I like distinctly remember. I remember like yeah. what Baylor's mom and the whole like, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Which John Rocker? No, the one who made the one who made her cry, the gay boy. Oh, um, uh, uh Reed and Reed. Yeah, Reed. Reed and Josh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. times. Yeah, it's a great season. But- um yeah i see i'm always happy to get people into the world of survivor because i love survivor so freaking much it's a fun um, it's a fun game could you tony do has yeah oh yeah 100 uh, i think i mean i live like as far as like the closest thing you can do like survivor and still be like a, connected to the real world like i lived in the woods at camp for sevens so nine, nine summers nine so oh i can build i can make fires multiple ways would you be able to teach me yeah okay. i've taught many people i've taught i've taught children how to build fires Ooh, which good to know, in good to know. looking back probably uh probably a, <laughs> not, not the smartest thing i've ever done but you know uh, <laughs> um no i think i of all of, of all the reality shows i think like i it's very much it would come down to like my mind like this challenge would be very hard for me like this this um but no Uh, also my best friend Reagan Tony has always said it would be very funny to watch me uh, with cameras everywhere um as I starve in the woods with no weed or Adderall I, I would find that to be very, very fun. Uh, I would make I, some great I, TV. To be, fair, to be fair, they may give you your Adderall because that's still a function that you need. Um, so oh, there, there are well, certain things you might be able to get. I'll be on the show. Um, yeah. um, I'm bartering it. Now, <laughs> 11 episodes in, how are you enjoying this season? Any standouts? I, any favorites? I think it's fun. I think it's cute. Um I think that I'm uh, voting history is starting to get a little suspicious here. I'm like, all right, yeah. all right, let's. You don't have to make it like that obvious that like all of the people that are not like anything but men, particularly white men. I don't know. It's just like yeah, both it's, like it's, the double elimination being like the two black men that were left. I was like, come it's, on. It's been really interesting watching this season after watching the last two seasons where it was yeah. very much um, a, a new world and a new era of Survivor, and now we're like, ah, oh, we tried it twice. We're back to how it was. Who cares? It feels very much like everyone on the island is saying, "You all watched the last two seasons. Like, you all know what's going to happen if we let these." And so now they're just like. It's like a good excuse, quote unquote, on the island to be like, yep, get rid of her, get rid of yeah. him. But it's, I mean, I'm watching. It's not like, it's not one of those seasons that I've like hit an episode where I just never, you know, I stopped watching and didn't come back. Um, right. I think it's, I'm, I'm still enjoying myself. I was very pleased with the outcome of this week. Okay. 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 Well, so. it is night 19. Noel has gone home, but Sammy thought he was in the numbers to get Carla out, but. Hugh and Owen were out of the boat and could not have been further off from what happened. He has dug himself in a hole and it's hard to see him get out of it. Case in point, 
He's going to lie that he didn't vote for Carla when the group asks him. Uh, someone is showing his teenager. Years. Oh, God. I was like, there's just, yeah, I literally said that. So I was watching it. I was like, oh, he's just, he, he didn't think anything out there. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, yeah, no panic. And then I was like, oh, you made it so much worse, buddy. Sammy will try to blame Gabler for writing down Gabler's name. He realized he was, he has lied enough that he has to fess up and say that he did write Carla's name down. Why? Well, he thought it was completely on the other side and he had, she had an idol and that she could have played it. And if she played it, Noelle would have gone home anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Uh, we all know how the show works. Once travel is over, you have like a good chunk of time where you're on ice and you don't get to talk to anybody. And you have time to yourself in your mind to give yourself the answers that you're going to have to respond to when you get questioned. Why yeah. he couldn't come up with anything during this time on ice, I just don't get it. Because he didn't, he wasn't prepared, wasn't ready. Still, you have at least 20 minutes to have an answer ready and prepared. I could come up with something. He's a child. He absolutely is a child. He was just, yeah, he was just not, he was not playing any sort of long game. He wasn't even playing a short game. He was just there. Gabler will tell Owen that he was trying to signal him that Cody and Jesse flipped and told him about it at the last second. But Gabler has a plan for him and Owen to get to the final three. He knew that Owen would be betrayed, so he is maintaining his relationship with him alongside all the other relationships he has. He says, even as he was part of the line side, no one is talking about him as a target. He is hiding in plain sight. And I think that line scares me to know that fucking Gabler might be at the end. I I have my thoughts about Gabler that mm-hmm. we, we'll talk about towards the end. But Now, Owen will note that he has not voted correctly once since Mariah, which was <laughs> the beginning of the season. Is that the uh, longest? That's of- such a like... It's the longest streak be. of being wrong in Survivor history, I think. No one has been this and wrong. And staying. I know. It's and insane. staying. It's, but I also like that's, I totally understand that whole moment that, that he had of just kind of being like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm on the wrong side of every vote here. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Owen will toss his back in the sand as he is not, this is not fun for him. He thinks it's getting comical as he keeps finding himself as the closest person to the person being blindsided. He finds it depressing, realizing that he keeps being outfoxed. He is Charlie Brown trying to kick the football. It's not Lucy. It's Linus, Pigpen, Peppermint, Patty, and the stupid kid playing the piano taking away his football. The peanut kids are out to get him. Why did he forget Schroeder's name? How do you forget Schroeder? I would have not remembered Schroeder's name. The, the blonde why why neglect the blonde kid we love blondes i don't know i didn't i would not know his name well morning has come and it's time to make some fire and rice and coconut sammy's trying to integrate himself back in the group as this was the first vote he was not in the majority now as he is making fire cody will note that he does not want to go against him in the fire making challenge necessary information for later on this episode Sammy has been playing in the middle and got burned pretty bad. He is having his worst day out there, so he's going to back, going back to read his letters from the sanctuary. For him to reread the words he's gotten from his mom to fall back on are going to help him. We're going to get a bit of a flashback as we see football Sammy hug his mom as he says that he does listen to her even though he doesn't show it. Um, what did you think of football Sammy picture? I was, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, a flashback to last year. Right. <laughs> Everyone else is showing old pictures and like, ooh, that's you last year, Sammy. I don't know. Yeah. 
Now, if there ever was teasing toward a boot episode, this was it in this speech. Sammy will note that his biggest fear coming out there was failing and notes that his whole life, all 19 years of it, he all has 19 been years. failing to try. He knows it hurts the people who believe in him to see him fail to try. He wants his family to see him try to do things for himself, for his mom to see him try to push through thanks to her words. He is reminded to keep his head up, shoulders back, and make it the best of the situation he's got. He's doing it for his mama. She told him so. Would you do it for your mama? Yeah, that's probably the like letter that would make me like, uh, anyways, so. Yeah. Not the one from Rigatoni? <laughs> they wouldn't, they brought, they would, I mean, too many like jokes in there. I'd just be laughing the whole time. Samuel will try to mend things with Carla. He feels <clears> bad <throat> and she feels hurt. She will tell him that she won't cut all ties with him, but if there was a move to make that he would be down. And he's like, I would be open to that if you are down. She will ask him who was the first to mention her name. And he says, Cassidy. And well, he thinks that this is his best move is to create chaos and salvage whatever relationship was there. He will tell her that it was a mutual decision between Cassidy himself. He had a chance. He could have been back in her good graces. And then he went and fucked it up again. This was officially the moment where he was eliminated. Like his yeah. age showed. I was like, there's no, yeah. I'm honestly Why? surprised. Why? Maybe they just. Cassidy, it just doesn't make sense. I'm honestly surprised. Like maybe they just like didn't show it in the edit or whatever. But I'm surprised that they, the rest of them haven't been like, is he younger than he's saying he is? Uh, right. I mean, but to be fair, 1922 doesn't sound like a big difference, but maturity wise, oh my God, yeah. it's a huge difference. Especially if you're like actually like either way, like if you're going to college or if you're getting like if you're working, you know, like literally it's the difference difference between entering college and exiting college. Yeah. And yeah, it's I'm just honestly very surprised that no one at any point was like they weren't having conversations like that's a child, right? Right. (laughs) Now, Carla is freaking out as she and Cassidy have been together since day one of the game and she feels dumb having told her about her idol. She is concerned that Cassidy feels like she is a big threat, and that is what he is saying is making her reveal that it could be true. We are going to now see Cassidy tell Carla that she feels Sammy is at the bottom, and he will try to potentially sow some mistrust between them. She just wants to get ahead of that. And I was like, ooh, that's some fancy editing we got here that she knew right. it. She, she, she's aware. It just was magic. Carla will say that he, um, he's not. And she's vulnerable position because she told her about her idol and hopes it stays between them. Is Carla's closest person really her ally? Time is running out. Six days left. If she doesn't go on the offense, the game is going to decide for her. But Cassidy is here and wants to see a two-girl finale. Is it possible? I think so. I think that there are windows for that. There are definitely windows. And next week's going to be the big keep yeah, there's just yeah there's like some very specific plays that are gonna have to be made though now we're gonna jump ahead a day as the castaways watch the sunrise um i would like to go to there right that looks so beautiful oh. vote me oh. off day two and I'll, as long as i get to see the sunrise on fiji that's a lot right no, I wait you just get to chill a boat will arrive on the beach. What could it mean? Is it boat mail? Well, Gable reminds us that 20 days earlier, he went on a journey when a boat pulled up. So it changed the game. What will happen now? The clue says that with only seven left in the game, any advantage is an advantage worth having. There's one hidden in your jungle. Go. Go. Now, for fans <clears throat> of the hit 
movie classic Rat Race. You will remember the scene where John Cleese tells them about the $2 million in the locker and that they have to race to go get it. And he says, go. And no one moves. Comedy gold. So wish that was the case here. Right. I was like, maybe it's because I knew that reference and it's like, oh my God, they're not going to move. And I'm going to be able to talk about it. But no, No, they they were like, no, go right there. They wanted their advantage. Everyone is running around trying to find whatever this advantage is. And we are going to see it is blended up against a tree. I don't get it. How blatant misses. I mean, I've, the longer they didn't get it, the longer there, I'm sure production was in that in a booth somewhere, just cackling like all those shots they were getting. Like it was so funny. Sammy just feet away ends up short. Cody poking around with a stick. Gabler's going on path searching for the needle in the hayfield. We're going to get a shot of the advantage in the foreground of the screen with Cassidy in the background. Future players, here's my advice watch the camera people. They are going to be strategically placed for those shots. Keep an eye out for them and where they are because it will tell you where to fucking look. We're going to watch Cassidy just straight up walk past it. Um, Sammy will literally walk past it without looking up. So sadly, he's at the eye level of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, Gabler is going to suggest a LERP walk. What's that, you ask? Well, it's a long-range reconnaissance patrol. Um, (sighs) LERP. Have you LERPed? I've I've done, like, practice sweeps like that for camp stuff, literally. Like, that's how we practiced all sorts of different, like, searches and whatnot. But they would have a lot of good reaction shots of me rolling my eyes. (laughs) Um, they were like, oh my god, it's Vietnam War. I'm like, that's not what I want to be reenacting right now, please. Yeah, no, that was why I was like, I was like, y'all can you've got to stop letting Gay Blair take the lead here. <laughs> you've got to let that old man just like follow follow up in the rear, like Lord Almighty. Now, do they call it quits or keep looking? Well, if you stop, <clears> then <throat> the belief might be you have it. Cody will not want to find out that it was found after he stopped looking he would be embarrassed so what happens well while he's chatting with gabler cody sees it he's going to keep his hand on it until gabler is away cody has the advantage time for a shimmy shake dance um honestly of all the people to get it i did not want it to be him yep same i was like no i think production likes him yeah well that so what did cody find an advantage only if he knows this tribe members well. For this next immunity challenge, he can bet on one player who he thinks has the best chance at immunity, giving him two chances at immunity. You can win it yourself or correctly predict who does. If they win, you win. He will write down the name before leaving for the challenge and then present it to Jeff at the challenge to help make the decision. The challenge is called Last Gasp. Players will attempt to breathe through a metal gate as the tide rises. Now, before we reveal the results... Do you like this twist? This twist, I'm kind of here for it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good. It's like at a point in the game where like the odds are like high enough that I actually like feel like there's a chance he might guess correctly. Right. Whereas like you know if they'd given it to them when there was like ten people, so I'd be like me. 
and like we've had advantages where oh my god it's um you found the advantage you get to be like three steps ahead of everybody and that's just not fair this one at least it's an even playing field where you can't you have to guess and guess correctly otherwise you're out like i rather have a gamble Mm. like this than oh my god there's 10 knots you get rid of three automatically and you win i also when he read it i heard like i misinterpreted it and thought that he either had to do the challenge or could like bet on someone else but if i thought oh, like if yeah. he bet on someone else he had to sit out but then as soon as he was able to get in the water too i was like oh and he can win it for right good advantage. I was like that's nice that's a nice advantage we're gonna see cody write down owen um without being results oriented was this the right pick i think i would have picked Carla personally knowing that she knew she had more of a fight than Owen kind of did yeah I think watching thinking about like all the other challenges though I think like either one of them was a smart pick right we just haven't really seen water challenges where to know who was going to excel at this specific one yeah and I think that especially I mean Jeff said it five million times this is like this is a challenge that you just have to like as long as you are mind over matter you know Mm -hmm. as long as you don't like get water in your lungs and like have to like take yourself up because you're coughing or something like that you know as long as you can keep yourself there then and they seem very a little more centered and calm than the rest of the people yeah (laughs) it is immunity challenge time as immunity is back up for grabs this challenge will test their ability to stay calm. They will take a spot under a graded seal barrier as the tide rides. Their breathing room will decrease until there is no room left to breathe. The person who lasts the longest is guaranteed a spot in the final six. How would you have done in this challenge? Because I know I would have slayed it. I am a former swimmer. I know I could have stayed under long because that was what I was known for. Yeah, I think it, I don't think I would last long. I think no. I'd, I think I, the first kind of like big swell, I'd probably wind up. How are you um, in the ocean? <clears throat> I don't like salt water. Oh my god! So, well, Survivor may not be your game. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's it's obviously something I have to get over real quickly if I'm on Survivor. Love water, I love it so much. I don't mind. I don't, I like swim, but I my camp was on a lake, freshwater lake. So it's like it was just mud. There wasn't yeah. any salt. <laughs> Gross. Now Cody will reveal that he does have the advantage, and Jeff shares the facts of the advantage. Cody will keep it secret of who he selected and that name will not be revealed until after the votes are cast but before the votes are read i like that the challenge begins it starts off pretty simple um you just gotta relax into it and pretend it's a day at the pool that you're strapped under rebar for yeah the tide is high and they're holding on who's gonna be the number one Yes, I did that. Uh, we see the first swell, and it caused a bit of panic to some, and it will be Gabler the first one out. Um, kind Called of surprised, but not surprised. No, I was like, Gabler's not going to last long. Um, we will get another swell, and it's going to be Sammy <clears throat> knocked out this time around. I thought he was going to have more fight in him, but... Um, oh, I definitely thought he was going to, like... I thought he was going to be one of the ones at the end. Like I, I yeah, expected so him I, to be, like... Jesse is out next after being under the water for a long time. Four left. It's Carla, Owen, Cody, and Cassidy in an old school survivor challenge where they are inflicting a little bit more pain. A little bit of pain. I kind of love that as Jeff says that. We kind of had the old soundtrack playing with the ancient voices. It was really a great homage to the early days of Survivor. And that made me feel really nostalgic. Yeah. 
He was, I mean, I feel Jeff feels kind of nostalgic at this point. <clears throat> Why? Because he's old and been there for 20 been plus years? 22 years now. I mean, there's not many people who, who keep a job like this for that long. He's he's getting up there on boards like, you know, longest to host a shit with like Pat Sajak and Chen. Right? And like, Julie he's Chen. up there. You got 20, yeah. 30, 40 years of how would the show be without him? I feel like it's a show that probably could wind up surviving like a host change, but at this point, like that's just it's just gotta be the right person. Yeah. It can't be a replica, but it has to be someone who has the the drive for it. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely one of those shows where the pool of like former contestants is probably gonna get looked at pretty closely as far as if oh, Jeff decides he wants to. Step What's Tyra Banks? Could she do it? <laughs> Please learn now. There are three left. Oh, I'm sorry. As another swell hits, we're going to lose Cody as um, he did a bad strategy of letting go and going under. There are three left at the 90-minute mark. Cassidy's going to drop after lasting two hours. It's a showdown between Carla and Owen. Now, we hit two hours and 20 minutes when Jeff notes that they have never had any player beat the Tide. Could they do it? Well, they did. The rising tide is dropping with no tide. This is just a steel grate. There is no challenge left to do, be played. An unprecedented decision is made as the challenge is over and Owen and Carla win immunity. Do you think this is fair? Should they have played until someone tapped out or a deal was made? No, I think it's fair. I don't, because I really think it's now affected the entire game because with this call, the advantage plays a huge factor and causes a third person to be immune. Had the advantage not been present, then it's fine, but it almost felt like a way to keep Cody safe as he could have been a target. He now has two people to be a potential champion for him. Um, I like fairness. This doesn't feel fair. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it, I guess I just don't have a problem with it because it's like very much a game move. It's very much like, oh, if we like they did beat, you know, like they did beat the tide and it is kind of them just sitting there like do to do like who wants to stay wet the longest or I whatever. Mean, we, but then we, we, we go back way, 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 way back in the past of uh, Survivor and you have like Tom and Ian and whatever, like in um, one of the final um, immunity challenges that they have to sit on those buoys and they went till the very end until a deal was made. Give me a fucking deal. Big brother, you got to stay there till a deal is made. I want to see what that dynamic would have been. I think Jeff just been wanting to sunburn. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that's the other thing is like how long, like how how much time do they have? How long are you going to actually keep everyone out there to like film this and... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I felt like there was more that could have been done, but I think hey, it's, it's also fun show. for me because I just love the idea of there being seven people and half of them effectively being immune. <laughs> and it was, it could actually have been one of those um, uh, Idol of Geddon where everyone plays an advantage and no one is able to go, and then you get someone who was safe eliminated. Yeah. Um, because if that shot in the dark did work, we would have been there. Yeah. We head back to camp where the dual winners are congratulated. It's time for everyone to get warm because that water is apparently very cold. Why is it cold? It's hot out there. It's the ocean. Yeah, and there's the ocean a big ass like, sun. 
Yeah, but it's like it takes a lot of heat to warm the ocean. That's we, we, it's taken hundreds of years of us burning gas. Carla believes she has become one with the water, and I relate to that. That was me when I, whenever I go swimming, like I'm always that person who's in there for like an hour too long, and they're like, "Get out, we're done." Cassidy is upset by losing, and she put so much effort into it and still came up short. She notes that th- three people are off the table, and the other four are vulnerable for the vote. She's terrified. Owen and Cassidy will chat, and he offers Sammy as the vote, as they can all get on board with that. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize Owen has officially jumped ship from his best buddy, Sammy. Yeah, I mean, I think in that situation, he's just kind of like, well... She's worried that people... (laughs) She's worried that people see her and Carla as a tight duo and thinks she might be targeted to knock Carla down a peg because she's safe. With Carla, Cassidy says to her that Sammy is the easiest vote. And Carla says seven is a make or break number, so they could do Sammy, but she's beating herself up telling Cassidy about her idol. So is this the time to knock out Cassidy before she tells everyone about the idol? Well, Carla's game plan is to get her number one ally out of the game. She tells Sammy, who wants to know if it's real, and Sammy is on board despite him potentially playing the shot in the dark. Cody wants to go Cassidy and will tell this to Jesse so they can get Carla next. Now, Gabler will mention the same plan to Jesse. So what's Jesse thinking? Well, he says that a lot of people are just leaning toward taking Cassidy as she and Carla are a tight pair. He wonders if he should go with the flow, but he's aware that whether it's being mentioned or not, he too is part of a big two tight pair. With Carla wanting to get rid of Cassidy, Jesse has alarm bells believing that Carla does not see Cassidy as a key piece to her game. She will tell Jesse that she might be a tad closer to Sammy now, to which Jesse knows he's a threat because he's an amazing fire magician. Are you an amazing fire magician? Sure. Is that what your title would be? Um, I think it's one of those things where, like, I feel like I would come in already knowing a lot more than other people, and then you just have nothing but time to practice. So it's like, if you're good at it, you're only going to get better. So you're like the fire guru. Yeah, people, I, I... I would definitely probably try and like temper how often I was starting the fire just because I don't want to be like the one right. person that people are like when it comes down to like really the details. I don't want to be the one that everyone's like, well, we don't want to go against them in fire. With no one trusting Sammy and no one wanting to go up against him in fire, he thinks it's time to get outstanding. Now, Jesse will tell Owen all the names willing to vote out Cassidy, but floats out the idea that they let Carla vote Cassidy and they all vote Sammy. This will let Cassidy and Carla go against each other next week. Owen says it's okay to go against Sammy, but notes that Jesse has flipped on Dwight and Noel. He stabbed Owen in the back. Can he actually trust him? I was like, ooh, Owen's getting some brain in him. Yeah. Trust him for one more week. <laughs> now, Owen knows that voting correctly will be crucial to his game. Is he being played for a fool? It's just fascinating. I don't know if we're missing scenes or what, but the way that Jesse is playing, no one sees him as the mastermind for fucking anything. Nothing. Uh-huh. Jesse will tell Cody about his idea to vote Sammy and not fill Carla in, so they are not at odds. Cody is now thinking that perhaps that's an option, but in his mind, it's time for Cassie to go. Cody notes that Cassidy has one immunity while Sammy is a challenge loser who has been out early in almost every challenge. Hard pill to swallow. Sammy, yeah, hear that? Right. Like, I'm a loser. <laughs> hey, if that's what it takes to keep me around. <laughs> now, Cody and Jesse have been driving the Survivor bus since the merge, but in this case, they are not seeing eye to eye. 
They need to get on the same page because they started the game together. They need to finish the game together. It's one step closer to the end. Now, I was like, we, we love looking at subtext and context clues. Are we going to have a moment next week or a week after where the two of them are going to have to go at each other? I hope so. Are, you, are we going to watch the two of them like build two fire together? That's what I want to see then. Right. That would be good. Now we're at Tribal Council as it is time to see who's going to be in control for the rest of the game. Jeff wants to start with the historic challenges. He notes for the jury that they have never had anyone outlast an entire high tide. With Cody having the choose your champion advantage, there's a lot to purse out. Jeff will say that he was thinking about them all after spending three hours watching the tide. The thing about tide is they are never the same. You can only count on there being a low and high tide. In this game, you have to survive the high tide of Survivor. And I was like, wow, Jeffrey Probst was writing that for hours. I love when Jeff like goes all poetic and he just sits there getting all. I love it. That's my favorite. I, I really, I'm firmly now believing he's got an earpiece and someone's feeding in this bullshit. No, just like I, just, RuPaul. I think, I think he just, he just really loves the game. It's just, it just moves him. Now, Gabriel says this was big as seven is a magical time in Survivor history. And the fact that you have potentially three people out of seven immune, there was chaos at camp. Carla says they are so polite. So you never know where the tide is going because everyone is open for business. Owen says it's madness as he thinks it's ironic that at the last tribal, he felt fine. But of course, his plan did not happen this week. There was a lot going on. Now, Sammy Boy is feeling on the bottom and notes that you don't get second chances this late in the game, so he's putting himself out there as a free agent as they decide if he is the guy at the end of the career that you don't want to give a chance to anymore or the guy at the end of the career you give a chance to uh, with a one-year contract because the guy can still produce for you a little bit. Sports, which one are you? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like you're like, like, like you're like Tom Brady. Do you bring him back for a year or you say, go away, you're done? retire retire bitch or you maybe if you retired earlier you wouldn't have lost your wife and kids oh just saying she was she's a witch too she crazy but hey she don't get custody i think i just i just got a feeling oh jesse says that could be valuable and why you have to be open for business and consider everyone as a member of your team now, when asked about people approaching you with a plan that will help them get to the end, Jeff asks them to ponder if it will help you get to the end. And she says she will, they will get closer and closer to the end game. You have to analyze every person, their strengths, their weaknesses, their moves. You can trust. You have to see into the crystal ball, into the future that happens to be foggy right now. Um, do you have a crystal ball? No, I don't. Is there a drag queen named Crystal Ball? Probably. That's got to be, this right? It has to be. Jeff will note that this is the last night to use the shot in the dark. And Sammy says that there have been very few advantage, advantages played so far. So he shares that he will play his shot in the dark. He says if the people who said they are with him actually were with him, they should be fine. What the fuck was he doing? Grasping. For anything. But it was stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It was very weird for him. If to there was any lesson. either this was a live tribal or there was if there was any inkling that there was anyone else up for grabs he he blew it he fucking blew it yeah very very much i don't know i i, I just we, like we this, established that he's a child I, he this week he just had diarrhea in the mouth yeah he did not think anything i think he just was kind of constantly panicking 
Now, Carla will say this is unfortunate as she has never heard anyone say that they would just play their shot in the dark, which is not true. We've heard it before. But Sammy will ask her why it's unfortunate. And she says people told him to trust and he's responding with screw my vote. He will say if he was told what is going to happen, his vote wouldn't matter. Which is right. So then don't say it. Right. Say literally anything else. Gabler would continue on with what he believed it would be, and he will stick to the plan. The infamous survivor phrase, stick to the plan, going back to that Sir stick Sam Waddell, sir. Oh, Keith Nail. What a <laughs> Jesse says that this goes back to the last tribal where trust is currency, and if you spend too much time checking the counterfeit bill, no one can trust you still. But Sammy will say that you have to take risks in the game because if he sits back idly and gets lied to the way he lied to other people, it's not the way he wants to go out. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like uh, Lindsay earlier this season, like dug her own grave within the tribal council. Sammy right. is doing the same thing. Like yeah. I thought maybe there was a chance. I don't know. Yeah. No, whatever chance there was, he just kind of talked his way out of. It is time to vote. And also time to reveal that Cody's champion was in fact, Owen Cody is safe. And he votes for Cody. Will not <laughs> count. We will see that Sammy does in fact play his shot in the dark. And it is revealed that he does not have a vote. Jeff will reveal the scroll to reveal that Sammy is not safe. So once again, the shot in the dark twist in three straight seasons has yet to work. Get rid of it. It fucks up gameplay so badly. Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah. I, I, don't know. I just hate this twist so much. Like you Are can tell like that they just for want it to work for someone. Yeah, I think they want it to work and it's just not going to happen. Mm. With all this said, by a vote of six to zero, Sammy is voted out. Was this the right move? Yeah, I was very happy with it. Now, Cody and Jesse discuss wanting Carla and Cassie to go at it. That's not going to happen now. No. How did we get to a unanimous vote for Sammy? I think. They were all ready for the child to be gone. <laughs> it's I mean, just, it again, like the editing of this episode, themselves. the editing of this episode really just got weird. Yeah. Um, how, how, how did we have another option? Or was there never actually a Cassidy option? And that was just the editors being like, we need to sow some doubt for the audience. Right. Yeah. They were like, come up with something. What would you do if this happened? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I feel like. If you're really worried about Cassidy, then no, you keep Sammy because he's a vote. He's going to potentially be with you. Otherwise, he's going to be out. Yeah. Or you drag him to the end and he's not going to win because he's a he'll be a zero vote um, finalist. Yeah. Um, I get why Sammy is a good option to vote out, but I just also don't. Yeah. I just also think some of these players are being really fucking stupid, letting Jesse and Cody get as far as they are. That. That's very, I mean, that's very much like that's I think that's. We were, we were talking about anything right is that if that wasn't going to happen then one of those two would like were the ones that needed to go but like i jesse must be playing one of the most exceptional social games next to carla the fact that like he has not ever had his name written down yeah insane all right i got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast are you ready what is sammy's legacy being annoying <laughs> being a child i don't know it's just very, it's very much shows like how having wisdom with that comes with age can help 
your gameplay immensely. Experience. It's all about a little bit of life experience. Yeah, you gotta have like some sort of. You can't just go in fresh out of high school being like, "Haha, I've got it." Like I'm telling you right now, five years from now, if there's an All Star season, he's coming back. Oh yeah, and I think that he probably play a really good game. I think so too. He's very intuitive. He the, up until probably last week he up was until playing, he started panicking. Yeah, right, until he got game. put in a tight spot. Um. So yeah, he's gonna watch the show back. He's gonna learn and. Yeah, I would I would put my money on him in a future season. One hundred percent. Who's in danger, girl? Um, I mean, I mean, I think realistically, Carla and Cassidy are in danger. Yeah, I think I think these these boys are kind of like, all right, let's you know, chachos. I would hope <laughs> that I would hope that the game, as far as them being like very smart about themselves i would hope that the four people that are not cody and jesse can put their heads together and realize all right we should probably not let them keep playing the game that they want to play (laughs) right which is where i'm going to like lead into the path to the end here there's six left it kind of is a two 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 in a way though there's a lot Mm -hmm. of fluidity within it um We've had a lot of discussion this episode of Carla and Cassidy and the idol. Um, I could see a split vote next week where Cassidy is knocked out because Carla plays the idol. Yeah. Because I think this should be the last episode she's able to play it. That being said, there are two other idols out there. Does Jesse have both of them still, or did he actually give it back to Cody? If so, those could be a major factor in what happens next. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I don't know. I think the uh, jesse potentially having those two is the like thing that scares me the most in terms of like get him out before he can make a move that really sells right his win to a jury and gabler what how how is he just literally sneaking through yeah so i very much like i i've and i have kind of since i don't know probably episode two or three but i was just like gabler very much feels like he's gonna make it to the end to me he might get a vote i don't think he's gonna win From I, who knows, I would not vote for that man I think it depends. I think if, if, right, say like Jesse and or Cody or both, you know, like both of them are knocked out by here, you know, they could be pissed off and just throw their vote away on something that they, you know, don't actually have any faith in winning. But I don't, I, I definitely see, I definitely somehow see Gabe Blair kind of going to the end, especially now where it's like everybody can say, no, you know, if we're the two that we want to be in the finale, Gabe Blair is the one we want sitting next to us because yeah. what do you do? Um, I mean, I just he hasn't done anything, he doesn't have a story to sell. Um, there's people not, on the jury that have been annoyed by him, right? And there's <laughs> no one who's typically engaged by him or or has a great alliance, he's just been a pawn. Yeah, I'm um, sure he's had some smart ideas, but he hasn't done anything active. He had his chance to flip on um Jesse and Cody, he didn't do it, so I, I think he 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 screwed himself. But after 11 episodes, the winner of the season is. I'm kind of honestly right now Team Owen. That would be fucking insane. I think he'd have to play a very good end game here. I think there's like a path for it. He'd have to play a good end game, but I like Ooh. I like his I like that he's here. I like that especially having this kind of like immunity. He's been on the wrong side of things, but now he's kind of gotten himself lined up. That's my like I would like to see I, him win. Um, I could see Owen getting votes. Owen will get votes from the jury because there are people on the jury who do like him as a human yeah. and have played with him. Um I've I been Team Jesse Carla. Is. 
I've been uh, yeah. to Carla. Carla's I my back. Oh, my second. I don't day. know if it's going to happen. I think it's going to be Jesse, unless yeah. something happens. Jesse's the, the Jesse's the like. Yeah, what I, the story I just, is pushing me to believe. Very happen. much so. Um, I would love to see an end with Jesse and Carla and Gabler, so the two of them can battle it out, and Gabler just sits there acting like a fool. Um, yeah. but, but I think I think I think Jesse's also smarter, and I think he knows not to sit next to Cody in that in that tribal. Right. So I think this next episode, this next vote out, is going to be huge. I, I, I would say that my guess would be Cassidy or Cody next, and that's why I think eliminating sammy was a stupid fucking idea because oh. now you don't have that extra person to swing over with you so yeah it's gonna be fun to watch it will be all right scouty where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects to plug at scouts honor um instagram venmo and catch me on block talk all week <laughs> yep the biggest thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit findmeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 